Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Here we go. Hey everyone, it's time for podcast hour number eight. Woohoo! The final Yay. hour. Yay! Um, yeah, I started this at, uh, I came in here to get things ready about 3 p.m. today, and it's now 11 p.m., and I could go for another hour, another eight hours, so maybe next year we'll, we'll, we'll go for another <laughs> eight hours. Uh, that would be insane, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to count on that, uh, but uh, I am energized. I am so thankful for everyone for being on uh, this tonight and uh, all the different shows and for everybody tweeting and and um joshua sent out a note with the new link i know we lost uh obviously lost some viewers during that time but um people have been wonderful um to um, continue on and so um been wonderful thank you so much everyone um and we're just going to jump right into show number eight so um, well, this year, the Podcast of Hope selected St. Jude's uh, Christie's Suggestion, which worked out perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, as its charity, St. Jude's Life-Saving Mission, of finding cures for children battling cancer and other life-threatening diseases. We need your help to reach our fundraising goal of $1,500 for the end of this special eight-hour all-star podcast. And if you are listening to this and uh, it's not late at night and you're listening to it during the week, uh, please go check out uh, the uh, website. And I forgot to put it back in my um, lower third, but that's okay. It is events.stjude.org forward slash geocache talk is what we're um, putting that into. Um, let me give you an update. Um, it has been uh, a great night. I had never, I did not have any idea what we would raise we have raised $870. So that oh, is wonderful good. that people have done that. That's $870 toward battling cancer. Um, and that is um, wonderful indeed. And I've been uh, just, uh, just blown away by people's generosity uh, and being a part of uh, doing this. Um, thanks to donors like you, families never receive a bill which is wonderful from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. Treatments yeah. invented at St. Jude. I love this stat, by the way. Um, this is a neat one. There's a lot of cool stuff on their website, but treatments invented at St. Jude have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80% since it opened more than 50 years ago. So that is wonderful. So join us, please. Uh, together we can help St. Jude change the world. Um, and tonight we're going to talk, or tonight, this hour, <laughs> hang with me. <laughs> Show topic for, for this hour is 
New Year's resolutions, geocaching style. And um, Jesse had a great idea. So uh, Jesse, tell us about this uh, first part of New Year's resolutions. So are you talking about the on the website? Yeah. Tell, tell everybody about your idea of what people can do and then uh, how they can, how pretty much everyone can, can be involved in this this year uh, together. So you've got started a tab on your, uh, on geocachetalk.com yep. and it's 2017 resolutions. There's only a couple of them up there right now. I think yours and ours. Yep. Um, kind of the idea was people could either tonight in the chat room, we'll try to pay attention to that too. Mm-hmm. Or, um, Later, I guess we decided maybe a couple weeks. Yeah, or just so what you were thinking a couple really weeks, any, they can send them in, call really in any, with them. Yeah, anytime between now and the start of the year, you know, email me at geocachetalk at gmail.com and send me what you're wanting to do. Um, and I will add them. I'll put them in there with your geocaching name and what your um, what your goals are or geocaching goals are for the year, and we'll just kind of keep track and uh, maybe do some updates during the year and we'll find out at the end of the year. We'll kind of maybe contact everyone and uh, see how they came out. And you guys have different ones, by the way, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I like <laughs> both do. of y'all's. Um, but w- um, w- what are y'all's goals? And then Jim, uh, I'm going to ask you too, if you have any, every, every, if you've even thought about your geocaching resolutions for 2017. So, uh, what do you guys have for your resolutions? I'll let you start first. Oh, well, <laughs> mine was to visit every or grab a cache in every county in Colorado. Right. Um, there are some counties we, I mean, we've only lived here six years. So there are a lot of places within the state we haven't been to. And, um, you know, we like to take what we call geo dates and mm-hmm. go out on um, mm-hmm. a day on the weekend and go grab a bunch of caches and, um, we love to go to new places when we do that, new places within Colorado, find a cute little cafe for, for lunch and um, what perfect way to see the state than to, you know, incorporate in, that into our geocaching goals by visiting every county in the state next year. So that's, that's my goal. And it doesn't seem, Colorado doesn't have how many counties? 64. 64. Mm-hmm. So it's not a ton compared to like Texas sure. or <laughs> even Tennessee um, when we lived there. But the counties here are just so spread out. And of course, yeah. it involves driving across mountain, the Rocky Mountains, which exactly. adds a whole new level of difficulty. So it is a little bit more difficult than just, you know, when you just look at it on paper and you say, oh, there's just 64 counties. That's not a big deal. Um, it does take some time. So mm-hmm. it's it's something that's going to take us a while and, and take some planning as well. Cool. Now, how far along do you think you are? Do you have about half of them, do you think, at this point? Or maybe not? I think we're half? right right at half maybe yeah probably at half i mean we have we have everything up and down the front range it's mainly the western slopes we've got to get over on the other side of the mountains and get everything down that way and of course there are quite a few counties that we had visited before we were caching so Mm -hmm. we're gonna have to go back to those yeah um and grab some caches there now well and some of them are pretty remote colorado has uh one of the i don't know top five most remote counties in the country so there's an area, there's just not a lot there. So right. we'll, it'll be a trip specifically to go out and do not something a lot. like that. There's nothing there. Okay, there's uh, nothing some there. Some of these counties, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So can you, uh, you can, the, the caches in that particular county, have you kind of scattered them out a little bit? Can you get to them or are you going to have to do some hiking to get to the caches? 
Um, most of them, I don't think we have to do super mm. difficult hikes. But we can might. get to them. It'll be more of the driving and getting to them all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it would. We've looked at it a few times, and it would take some good planned trips. It's nothing we could do all in one weekend. Oh, for sure. Right. Even if sure. we did it only for a weekend, so sure. it would take several full day trips to get them all. That's and then fun. when you're out there, you want to, you know, you want to visit too. You don't just want to grab the county and leave. You want to mm-hmm. see what's around. So no, absolutely. Um, and then Jesse, you had some or had one at least on here. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've Which been. I can't believe you're doing. <laughs> been making a habit of going after some of the more difficult ones lately and uh I, I like five fives i like the big hikes and the boating and and stuff like that so we're gonna or i'm gonna try to get we're at 114 now i'm gonna try to get to 150 five fives by the end of next year that's and incredible. you know but we do some travel and we have a trip coming up in florida so we'll get no, to knock out a few we don't have a trip to we, florida. No, no there's no <laughs> we. He, has a trip to florida. he has a trip okay i have a trip yeah that was what he wanted for his birthday was a trip to Florida so he can kayak to get some five five in the middle of the Everglades. Right. With with the Crocs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But those are fun. Everybody has their own type that they like. So I, oh, I like yeah. the ones that take a lot of planning and maybe make you a little bit uncomfortable, but those are fun. Yeah. Well as long as you're safe, we're gonna Christy and I will be okay with it, but that's right (laughs) you you know better your former your former and your your law enforcement so um and we thank you for your yeah that's the problem though he doesn't know better that's the issue (laughs) that's the problem (laughs) yes that's the problem um yeah but it's fun you gotta you gotta set a goal and you know it may may not always be able to reach him as a matter of fact we've set the goal of the counties before yeah and didn't didn't get to do it, but it, it gives you something fun to work towards, and you're always looking forward to something. So yeah, that's, that's it's a, kind of the idea with putting them on the website. It kind of keeps us all honest, so sure everybody yeah. knows what our goals are. You know, well, it's neat, and like you said, um, and I've heard before said that if you if you aim for nothing, you're going to probably hit it. So yeah, um, so uh, Jim, have you thought about goals for next year at all? Not in great detail. Um, you know, I, I, am more of a casual cashier. I get yeah, out when I can. Kind of and too, but... I've got way too many irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. I know people that, uh, cashing is really their sole hobby and that's what they spend all their free time doing. And I don't have that. I, you know, my wife and I, sadly, I love my wife, but she's not a real big geocaching mm-hmm. fan. She loves doing it when she's with me, but she's not going to say, Hey, let's go geocaching all on our own. So, you know, I don't, I don't have, I don't, we don't share that time together. Um, that's mm. planning big trips and hitting five fives. And I certainly don't think I could ever get her in a kayak in the Everglades. <clears throat> Just saying that. Um, well, Chrissy's not going either. So, you <laughs> no, know, she's not, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I, I would like to get, just more consistent with my caching, get out and uh, maybe just remember to look for them more. I mean, it is so mm-hmm. often that I get home from a trip or I get home from even just going someplace fairly local. And I think, Oh gosh, I had an hour. I should have looked up and see what geocaches there were there. Um, yeah, I hear you. And I also would really like to hide more. Uh, I've only hidden mm-hmm. a couple and they've, they're, you know, it's the typical kind of Altoids tin and the guardrail. It's nothing really creative. All the years I've been caching, I've seen some really creative ideas mm-hmm. and I've come up with a few things that I'd really like to implement and never put any action behind it. So uh, I've got a few ideas for some fun, creative, maybe puzzle hides or mm-hmm. or mystery caches. 
uh, I think I'd like to make a resolution to actually hide some more and contribute back to the game that I've enjoyed for so many years. Well, that's good. That's a really good one. You know, that's something I'm going to actually include in my fix my resolutions is puzzle caches. I just really don't do a lot, but I'd like to, I need to start slow and do some easy ones and work my way up. Uh, just, just kind of for fun to do something a little bit different. Um, minor to work on Jasmer and fizzy. Um, and I put down going to geo Woodstock 15. I know that's not really necessarily a caching goal, but, um, just really enjoyed the last geo Woodstock. I want to, I want to, I want to go back out and hopefully everybody, you know, a lot of people will get to go and it's a chance to see people in different parts of the country that I don't normally get to see. Um, I'm also going to hide. I'm I, and now I really want to do this one. I'm going to hide a D five, a five, five geocache D five T five. Nice. Um, more now just so I can get, uh, Christy and, and Jesse to come, come visit me <laughs> in East Texas. So we're, we're planning it. We're planning it. Our, our daughter is going to be in Oklahoma. We yep. think for a week in June. Okay. So we're hoping to head your way while yeah. she's there. Is she's still planning or her still her, her goal at this point is still to go to Oklahoma state, right? It mm-hmm. is. It is. Okay. Well, good for her. Um, that's a, it's a good school. Um, and, um, had a, just, I mentioned again, I really had a great time, uh, uh, talking to your daughter when we were in Denver. Um, she's a sweet gal. And, oh, well, uh, thank you. I missed your, the youngest, um, but I've seen her, uh, on videos and stuff. So, uh, want to meet her someday too, because, um, she seemed like a doll too. Um, so, um, those are kind of my goals, uh, resolutions, but, um, let's talk a little bit about possible resolutions that people might have or things that they want to goals or resolutions for 2017 that other people might have. And we got several we we're going to talk about tonight or during this hour. Um, this one's good. The 365 challenge, or we'll call it also the 366 challenge. I'm going to change it to that. So um, that's an interesting one. And this is something that uh, Christy and Jesse and I have talked about on a, on a previous show um, because of the pitfalls that can occur with this this idea of this challenge because you kind of have to go into it with a mindset that um, like Susan and I have not finished we don't have a uh, a cash for every day uh, we tend to fill out a a month if there's only like two or three left in a month we by all means will do that but um, Jesse what are what are some things about that might be a that's that's sort of good about this cat, this particular resolution or what are some things that are pitfalls for this one? Well, are you talking about the streak or just filling in every day? Of well, either a, a streak or are you guys still doing the, are you, are y'all still on a, a, a caching streak? Yeah, we are. We are. We're almost done. Okay. So we're going to finish at the end of this year. <laughs> Christy's um, like, <laughs> please be done with this streak. I know. We're yes. both ready to be done with that one. Uh, no, so there's good and bad. There, like you said, there's good and bad. So the good side of it is, it's kind of something that, like for us as a family, we're doing it together frequently. So we're going out a lot, and we have to kind of work together. Um, and we have a different. So we have a teenager, so she can kind of drive on her own, and she's around town with us. She likes to go cashing with us. Christy we travels. Also yeah, have a teenager, so we can say, "Hey, teenager, <laughs> yeah, go grab a cash real quick. Go grab a cash for us, please." <laughs> is great. Yeah. Yes. And uh, but we, uh, Christy travels, so she gets a spot. Right. Yeah. She's got, um, 
Do you do you travel to the same location? Yeah, I go to okay. The same place. So, mm-hmm. but still, you've there's a lot of caches that that are mm-hmm. probably there. That you, I mean, you've found some, but you've still got some possibilities there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah, that helps. So she's got a new area to cache in, and then uh, we have we have a pretty active geocaching community here. So they've put out a lot of caches since we started this. So that's helped out a lot. If we were in some remote area, there's no way we'd have been able to to finish it. And then there's a lot of events like we talked about in the yep. previous hour. Yep. Um, so that fills in some days too. And but we're at the end now, and at the end of this month, it'll be the end for us. And it's been fun because you do have to get creative and you have to kind of plan ahead and kind of, you know, not grab everything the moment it comes out. So you have some saved. Hmm. You can't rush out for that FTF if, you know, you need it the next couple of days. So. Right. Right. No, it, it's good though. We've cleared out a lot of our area though, for sure. Plan. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for, for as long as your streak is, you know, that's, that's, uh, you've done well to now when, uh, like for, um, like planning for Geo Woodstock got you uh, out of your area a little bit during the, those, those, uh, that period of time. So I guess you were able to, you know, run down to Denver maybe and, and pick up a cash periodically during that period of time. Yeah. And Denver's only about 45 minutes to yeah. an hour from us. Mm-hmm. So, and with Christy flying out every other week, we're in Denver a lot anyway. So right. we, we hit Denver quite a bit, even though it's an hour outside of the range, it would seem like you wouldn't get it on a regular a regular basis. We, it's kind of part of our caching area. We kind of consider it that way. So it's, that's helped out a lot too. Cause there's a lot, you know, anytime you're near an airport, there's always a bunch of caches. Sure. And no, absolutely. But we're kind of over the hump now. There's enough around that. We're not in any fear that we're going right. to not make it to the end. You'll be able so to wrap it up. We can, yep. Right. We've kind of, kind of loosened up now and we can go get whatever we want. And you do know, you think that that's, on. Yeah. Do you think that that may be a better way to tackle it if you've never done one like this is to actually pick a date and say, we're going to go from, we're going to just do one month and then we're going to stop for a while. Is that maybe better? Do you think to have an end or do you think it was a little, was a little, was it a, was it better to not have uh, an end in sight or do you think it was better to have an end in sight? I don't know. I think it was because when you, when you initially started, when we initially started this streak, mm-hmm. we said, we're going to go 90 days and yeah. just see if we make it that far, sure. you know? And then of course, once you get 90, you can say, Oh, well I'll go 120 as opposed to looking at it. Like I have to get 366. That's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, yeah. you I know, agree. but I yeah, I think the small milestones kind of help. And, and then you've just got to be okay. If you get to 90 days, and you decide, I, I just, we can't do it anymore. You've got to be okay saying we can't do it anymore. And we're going to stop at 90 days, you know? Right. And if you go in, into it thinking about it that way, it's definitely a little easier than overwhelming yourself from the get go with, I'm going to get 366 and you know, right. that's right. it. Well, um, so then another one that there's a very common one that comes up as a, as a resolution is, uh, finishing fizzy, the fizzy grid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Jim, how far are you along in the fizzy grid? And do you, do you care about finishing the fizzy grid or you eventually you know, want I, to, or. I don't track the, the fizzy, the Jasmine, the calendar or any mm-hmm. of those. Okay. Uh, you know, I started geocaching cause I thought it was fun. Right. And I think that's one of the big motivations for most people. And you know, there's nothing wrong with streaks or, or fizzy or Jasmine or anything. If you think that's fun and you want to yeah. go for it, 
go for it with all you got. I don't find that enjoyable, so I don't I don't right. pursue it. And in fact, I have to admit there are times that my passive aggressive nature finds it fun to leave that grid unfinished because it annoys certain people in my life. Right. <laughs> well, and yeah, and uh I think that um I agree. You know, that's this is one of the to me is a big plus around geocaching is you can approach geocaching in different ways. Um you know, uh, Jesse likes certain a certain type of cache. Mm-hmm. Christy likes a certain uh, way to go find caches, very much like Susan. She likes the uh, geocaching weekend. I do too. Um, you know, those are and so um, it's interesting though. Have you ever had somebody say something to you, or maybe? turn their nose up to you because you, you podcast, you have caching in the Northwest yeah. that you do every week. Uh, so I, I don't know if there's an assumption that you finished Fizzy and Jasmine and everything yeah, else. There's, because you're there's a the podcaster. running joke that uh, there's a running joke that podcasters just talk about it and never actually get out and cash, um, which isn't entirely true. We have no. Land Monkey on our podcast and he's one of the most active caches that I know. Yes. Uh, the Land Monkeys combined yeah. a couple. Very much uh, so. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just, like I said, I, yeah, I've had people, We've been to local events, and mm-hmm. one of the popular icebreaker games is kind of a bingo grid mm-hmm. where you find these things. And I've had people come up, come up to me and ask me, you know, have you done or how many of such and such a uh, combination difficulty terrain rating or how much some number thing? And I look at them and go, I don't know. Yeah. What do you They're mean like, you don't know? We don't know. That Did you just know. start? I said, no, I've been geocaching for over 10 years. How yeah. do you not know? I, I, it's I just not, not that's just not part of the game that I find enjoyable. I don't, you know, yeah, if you do great. I don't, you know, criticize that they do. That's fine. Yeah. But not my thing. Yeah. I, I agree. You know, that's something that, um, it's, it's the beauty of geocaching is there's no, mm-hmm. it's not like, um, you got, you got to do it a certain, you, you got to, you know, do the sport a certain way. You don't have to, you do mm-hmm. it how you, how you feel, and, you know, we've talked about with, you know, with uh, Jesse and Christy, when we've talked about um, burnout and just, uh, you know, what are some ways or what, what are some pitfalls? And we've talked about, you know, of things to avoid. And some of that is just not not ma- keeping geocaching interesting to you and keeping the enjoyment, uh, making continue making sure that geocaching is enjoyable for you, whether it be however you want to do it, but make, make sure that it stays enjoyable. It doesn't become something that you, you know, don't want to, don't want to do. I really, I, I've watched people quit and it's like, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of hurts me a little bit that people quit because I'm thinking you're, you're quitting because you have been kind of pressured into, you know, finishing 366 or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, uh, it's unfortunate, but now seeing all that, um, fizzy, you guys, um, uh, Jesse and Chrissy just finished fizzy recently, mm-hmm. which is yeah. awesome. Uh, you did a video for that, for the, uh, to win another spot on, uh, this show. And, um, you know, that's something that, um, I always kind of keep an eye on is, um, the those some of those elusive squares, and there's always some that we we all know about that are like 
one five or four, mm-hmm. four and a half one or there's some really you know i know you guys had uh your last one was was a four and a half two no no i think one four and a half was it one four and a half okay it, yeah it was like a easy to see but it was a tree climb over yeah. a ditch right which you videotaped as your lovely daughter did the tree climb part yeah of course that's why you have kids right (laughs) that's awesome um so you know i'll kind of keep track of that jasmine though is is also to me uh, interesting if people don't know uh, jasmine is getting a uh a find for every geocaching month that is out there interesting uh when you tell people like um a lot of people right now don't have their jasmine complete because they haven't geocached in december yet yeah, that's right. It keeps yeah. the bar keeps raising. So keeps, keep bar keeps raising. The interesting thing to me about it, and not that I would, like I said, I don't go crazy about, but but is that there'll become a day not too long in the future when you cannot finish Jasmer because there's it's quite possible. It's quite yeah. possible. There was a cache um, that I was keeping an eye on. I, I forgot to tell you about uh, uh, Jesse that it. Uh, got archived, and I don't know if we can get them to unarchive it, but it's a it's a cache down here that um, I don't think it was the one you were keeping an eye on to finish your other to, that you didn't end up needing. But it's a very rare one. But it is also a rare month, and it got it got archived. And it, again, now we're down to you know maybe six or five or six that are left. It keeps you know going down. So there are those that'll archive and then. Um, you know, at least at least right now you can still finish Jasmer, but there'll become a day when you can't. And so, um, if you're interested in Jasmer, by all means, you know, start looking at that for next year for a resolution for a New Year's resolution. Jasmer's a really neat one, but it really only fits into your style of caching if you travel. Yes, because you can't. There's no one state that you could finish it in, and um, and some people have done it up to four times, I think is the record now, but they travel all over the world. Oh yeah. And that's the most that they can possibly. So there's no more, you can't do it more than that. Yeah. Um, but even just finishing it one time, if you're in the States, you, you really have to travel and that's, it's fit well into our style because we love to travel as equally, at least as much as we like to geocache. So when we're in an area, we'll find an older one in there. And that kind of filled in most of our Jasmine Forest to start mm-hmm. off. Sure. And then, and then, as we've gone since then, if we get to a new area, we'll look and see if there's an old one. You know. Yeah. Plus, we're just competitive people. I mean, we we uh, we awesome. never it had e- never even heard of Jasmine until some caching friends of ours up in northern Colorado um, mentioned Jasmine, and we asked, "What's Jasmine?" Then they told us what it was, and then our whole goal was, well, we have to beat them right. at this. And then they ended up beating us by like two months. They finished <laughs> like two months ago. We're so upset. But we're just, I mean, and that's kind of like that's kind of why we go after the challenges. We went and caching today before we were scheduled to be on your show. Mm-hmm. We had found forty-two caches, and both of us looked 50. at each other. No, oh, looked yeah. at each other and said, we can't stop at forty-two. So we had to get to fifty, <laughs> which made us almost late for your show because we're like, we have to get fifty. I mean. And that's right. just the the way we're like that with our entire life. So it was natural that it well, it was actually great that geocaching provided us a fun way to be competitive as well with a game, right, which, right. which which is nice. That but. is awesome. 
And what's good about it, that's why we like the challenges. It sets something new. So when we finish Jasmer, then we'll find some other way of doing mm-hmm. something that's completely different, a different, whole different style of something. Sure. And it's it's fun. And we're really, yeah, we may have friends that you know we'll talk about it with, but we're not the kind that'll go and and talk about it at events. Like, hey, we got ten thousand cat, which we don't. Yeah. Um, really right. competitive against ourselves. So we, yeah, we find a goal and we just have fun playing until we can until we can reach that goal and. And then we'll find another one and do something yeah, else. Right. So whatever it is. And you really do. You have a good perspective on it. You're not doing that really for anybody else. You're doing it for you guys, just for you guys, you know, to Absolutely. enjoy. Absolutely. Um, and there are know, some days mm-hmm. when we go out and we're like, let's just find a couple of caches and not even go for anything right. in particular, not think about numbers, just go and enjoy the game for what it is. And we have those days as well, which is, is great. Now, there's a couple different ways, um, and I just thought of one that um, I think is interesting. And again, it's another travel one. Uh, but uh, I don't know, Jim, if this is something that would be of or, or these. Let me, I'm going to tell you what it is, and then you tell me if this type okay. of of resolution is something that would be of interest. And that is just finding a specific. Um, series of caches based on a theme and that what by by what i'm thinking of is that there is a theme around where you live and that is finding the original plaque right um going to geocaching hq in there a third one in the triad was the, the ape the ape, the ape cache. cache yeah the ape cache okay yeah the geocaching trifecta we call it uh, okay at least i call it and yeah, I, you know, things like that are fun. Um, I, I love that Memphis Mafia says, you know, they, they do it to, for themselves. And I think that's what you should cash is do what brings fun to you. If you're if you're doing it just to rub somebody else's nose in it or something that, you know, I, I, that takes the fun out of it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I do have some goals. I do have some things that I like. Uh, I do like to travel as well. I Sadly, I have the wanderlust without the budget to back it. Right. Uh, but, uh, me, me too. you know, I would love to say, find a cache in every state, find a cache maybe on every continent, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, I don't know that I'll ever achieve those cause I just don't have the funds to, to mm. travel as much as I would like to. Uh, I have done the, the trifecta here we've done, thankfully it's easier for me at, uh, geocaching HQ, the ape cache and all are practically in my own backyard compared to Colorado or Texas. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it's fun to say I've done them, but I don't uh, get too hung up on it. Yeah. yeah. And now what's interesting, we talk about resolu- resolutions. <clears throat> um, there is a possibility, and I've not heard the, the latest on this one, but there's a, could, you could add, we could add this to our list of New, Year, New Year's Eve resolutions for next year is to actually get the ape, uh, the original ape yeah. cache icon. Mm-hmm. Um and not have to travel to Brazil. So yeah, do we, do we have the latest on? I know they finished with their survey. Yeah, I've not heard uh, what the decision is. The they have found the original can or ammo can from that. Uh, in fact, there's an event here locally this coming Tuesday night. Oh, cool. and I know Chris of the Northwest is mm-hmm. heading up to to attend. Um, Wino, Seattle, I think was one of it was on the search yeah committee that found it. And he's hosting an event, or he's at least attending an event, and mentioned he's going to have that ammo can there, so you can go see it, which is great. Um, and I think it would be kind of fun to uh, mm-hmm. to have that original icon available again, especially right here 
in you know basically the the birthplace of geocaching in the northwest yeah without having to travel to brazil like you mentioned yeah i, I bet all of those tour companies in brazil that have been putting together <laughs> these tours are really unhappy about the, this right. cache being found well, yeah we, we don't know yet i mean there's there's still a chance that you may not get i mean yeah. we don't know but i i push for and i i obviously filled out the survey like hopefully everybody did but yeah i put i wanted i would like to have, have it come back because uh i would like to include that as a resolution as far as getting to go you know I, i've been to seattle unfortunately i didn't geocache which was a mistake um but um, I'd like to go back up there and, and catch all those items because it's kind of fun. You know, it's, it's something uh, unique. I'm not one like the block party ended. I didn't really go out of my way to, to get, I didn't go up and I never got that icon. I'm not really an icon hound. Some people are. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Another way to do it is to, to you know, um, I thought it was neat though. Um, this past summer, um, Sydney Sawyer uh, figured out a way to do, I think it was seven different icons in one day. Hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jesse, because I know she. Yeah, you can do that. We talked about it because um, we went to a, we we did a mega on that day, and I think mm-hmm. she did a, she did one of your where I goes. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, she probably did a multi traditional the, the standard stuff. Um, right. And probably did a regular event um, that morning. Yeah, the donut event. The donut event, sure, uh, which I mm-hmm. wish I'd have gone to. It was really early, though, man. You killed me with that. It early. was. It, it was early. Um, but I love Krispy Kreme uh, uh, donuts. But uh, that's another that's another thing to do is to kind of be creative. You know, <clears throat> maybe that might be something. Well, like you you mentioned in the uh, the other hour that you guys were on, you did seven events in one day. That's kind of cool. I don't think wow. many people can say they've ever done something like that. That's kind of neat. Yeah, that was a lot of traveling to do it. But it's it's something fun to just try to do. If we didn't get it, we wouldn't have gotten it. It's no big yeah. deal. But Yeah, and he, he was off work at the time. So it was like, okay, well, I have nothing else to do. So why not try to go to all of these events? Oh, you day? okay. I, I thought you were saying that you had hosted seven events. Oh, no, no, no. I think no. that would be extreme over Yeah, I'd like to see that, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that would be uh, – I don't think the reviewers would like that too much. <laughs> Well, he, he tossed around an idea of trying to host an event every day for 30 days, and I shot that one down. So, no, <laughs> That's a lot of work, yeah. I was yeah. off of work. I had nothing else to do, right? So, <laughs> yeah. No, the, awesome, uh, it was everybody else hosting events. You know, like when Pi Day comes and all, yeah. all those other, mm-hmm. like, uh, what's the other one? The Flash Mob. There's always tons of events. Yeah, the Worldwide so Flash Mob. we just mob. shot up and down the front range, getting as many as we could. That's sweet. That's an that's a cool idea. You know, it would be funny it worked out that way for you, you know. But that's something to think about for people who are maybe want to create a, 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 a you know, a, a resolution. You know, there's one that I, I uh, we kind of talked about. Uh, Jim mentioned about um, finding a cache in every state. Um, you know, your, your goal for maybe your resolution is to find, you know, a cache in 10 states or something. But also... Um, what's kind of neat is you can go try to find the oldest cache in every state. Yeah, is is another type of goal uh, that you oh, can, yeah. that you can work on. You might not be able to finish it, but like um, we've got Texas and we've got Colorado, and um, we really haven't made that a a, a goal or a, maybe a caching resolution for a year for the year. But maybe that's a good one for some people is that they like that idea of the oldest cache in four states or oldest cash in five states, mm-hmm. or if you're going to travel, 
you know, kind of think about that one is also another uh, potential um, resolution. It's kind of a fun one to think about. Maybe that maybe that's more your style. Instead of looking for, you know, certain difficulty or uh, whatever, it's kind of a neat idea. Um, yeah, goal setting is fun. And the good thing about it is, especially with this game, is it's scalable. Mm-hmm. So you might not be able to find 10 states this year, but set your goal maybe to go to one other state. Yeah. You know, you don't have to set something that's just so hard to do that you can't. So you got to set something that's realistic. You know, it yeah. may be to put out your first multicache ever. There you go. You know, Perfect. it may just be one thing all year. You know, it's just something to work towards and feel like, you know, there's no pressure to do it. But if you get it, then you feel like you've done something good. So, right. Host an event for the first time if you've never done one. Yeah. You know, um, host a CETO. Um, go, to, mm-hmm. go, to, go to an event. A lot of people just, you know, they're yeah. maybe don't know anybody and they feel a little awkward. But just, you know, go to an event. The, you'll, you'll, trust me, I think you'll have a good time going to an event. Um, you know, we're always welcoming people that are, that are, um, don't know anybody, but are new. Um, so that's an idea too, as a, as a resolution, you know, just something else to think about. That's kind of a neat, you know, something, something that's different. Uh, maybe do a puzzle cache. You know, a lot of people kind of avoid puzzle caches, but maybe a resolution this year is to, to do three or, or, or something like that. Yeah. I, I like fun. puzzles and multis. Yeah. Do you? But, okay. You know, they're, they're, they're more time involved and that's, that's the reason some people avoid them because they're looking for their, their number count to go up. Yeah, um, yeah. To me, it's the, you know, just the experience. So I, I like them. I do a lot of them. Very cool. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things we liked early on was expanding that, you know, get, go from <laughs> traditional then to multi and puzzle and, and trying all those different caches and then going back around and, and hiding all those different types. Yeah. So that's, nice. you know, you slowly add to what you've tried and, and find out what you really like. And everybody's different, you know, and, and you're different at every time. We'll go through a phase where we'll solve a lot of puzzles and go find them. And then we may not want to do puzzles for a while. Yeah. We may want to do something totally different. Put that away for a while. And I guarantee sure. you, after the streak is over, we're going to take a little break. Oh, yeah. As well. There may be a three-week period where we don't find a cash at all. Um, well, no, because I'm going to Florida after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Florida, so never mind. Well, well, you I can be- take a break. I better find some caches if I go all the way down there. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's funny, too, is that you guys did that through Geo Woodstock. And you, know, you guys were involved um, a lot in Geo Woodstock. And it was kind of a – I know it was it, – it, it, wonderful but i know it was uh, a, a drain on everybody because it's just a lot of effort um to 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 help put on one put on something like that and uh i thought it went off fabulous i know people we always you're always gonna have haters that don't like something about it you know i i i, I challenge people that complain about it to actually go help with the geo stock and then tell me that it there was a problem before so that's well, that's what we said. We will volunteer at every large event we go to from now on because yeah. it opened yeah. up our eyes. Um, How valuable volunteers yes. were, yeah. Was, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, um, but it was, for those that heard bad things about 14, 14 was fabulous. I mean, there was uh, the little tiny things that people complained about. I mean, are were nothing compared to uh, how well it was was done. So I really appreciate you guys. And so, you know, if there's a hitch in 15, no big deal. I mean, people they're working hard to get that that ready. And um, you know, 
people need to, I think uh, I'd love to see it become a giga because, um, you know, this is where geocaching starts. It's sort of like putting man on, man on the moon. Um, you know, we were the first, we weren't the first in space. So like gigas are, you know, Germany and different places. And I know our country's different for as size and all that, but you know, I'd really still like to see a giga at some point just so we can, we can have a giga in the U S so, <laughs> um, we're looking forward to Woodstock. We're hoping to go. Yeah, we'll hope to be at 15. It's close to a lot closer to where my family lives than yeah, Colorado. Definitely. So we're going to make a little family visit out of the whole. I think we hopefully. already have a room out there, don't we? No, not yet. I have to wait till January. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. we'll have to, you'll have to book up rooms pretty quick. They'll, they'll fill up in that area. So yeah. Um, I've got, um, Susan, I have one for a bed and breakfast actually in Waynesville, but I also have a backup. Uh, hotel reservation in um, in um, Asheville, but so um, if I don't use it uh, and it gets closer to the date, Christy, I can always let you guys have my uh, reservation for that one. Um, yeah, it's up in Asheville though, so you have to kind of travel back and forth. Not that far though. Yeah, um, that's what we, where we were going to look at staying anyway. Anyway, yeah, I think a lot of people will. Uh, I think a lot of the mm-hmm. side events are all going to be up in Asheville, so I don't know if my no. idea of staying actually in Waynesville. Um, I'm going to have, I talked to the lady who is in charge of the bed and breakfast, who she's not really familiar with geocaching a lot, but I talked to her. I'm going to have her on the show when it gets closer to 15. Uh, she was, <laughs> she said she'd be on. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk uh, about Waynesville, North Carolina a little bit. And so she's willing to be on. So I thought that'd be kind of neat to, to talk to her and find out about what her perspective is, especially when it gets closer to the date. But uh you know, something neat. So, um, any other thoughts on resolutions, um, that you want to mention? I just think the most important resolution is just for people to get out and get outside and have fun fun. and Uh, no caching, you know, no matter what it means to you, whether it's challenges, whether it's just casually finding caches, whether it's events, whether it's hiding caches, Mm -hmm. whatever, is fun to you about the game, just get out there and do it. I think that's the most important resolution any of us can make is just to have fun. It's, it's such a great, you know, there's so many bad things in the world today and everyone's stressed with work and things. Mm-hmm. It's so great to have geocaching as yeah. just this wonderful, fun outlet yeah. where we can all get out and, and just have a good time and, and, you know, have great fellowship within the yes. caching communities. And, Absolutely. you know, it's just, Absolutely. it's just great. Yep. Jim, what do you think? Absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, it's it's such a personal thing. You know, if it's fun for you, do it. If it's not fun for you, you know, don't do it. Don't and, do it. And don't criticize right. somebody else because that's fun for them and it's not fun for you. You know, we can all have fun together in our own different ways, and it's a great hobby that has so many different areas and ways to enjoy it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, another thing that's sort of a side note uh, that I do want to mention uh, in that sort of area is um, – the different ways, or different things that you can be, you can enjoy uh, that I think people maybe know, don't know about or they don't think about as far as, um, you know, resolutions sort of like um, coins. If they want to collect geoca- geocache coins or go to a geocoin fest or path tags. Some people love path tags. Well, more power to them. I mean, I, I love a path tag too. Um, or it could be... Um, you know, watching or listening to Caching in the Northwest. I love doing that on Thursdays. Um, this show, hopefully people enjoy well, this show or Geo Gearheads. I mean, 
the interesting thing about um, all the podcasts and all the podcasters is that we all um, kind of, I think, for the most part, see ourselves as a big family of uh, providing, uh, you know, podcasts for uh, for geocaching, uh, the geocaching community, and we all kind of see ourselves, I think, as a big family that uh, puts on different shows, which I think is good. And it kind of, to me, it's like if there was like a channel on TV, I always say, I always tell people about you know, what, why should I listen to your show versus Caching the Northwest? Like, well, you don't have to pick one or the other, pick both, you know? Sure. But um, mm. I always think of it as like History Channel has different types of shows or Discovery Channel doesn't have just one show. They do multiple different, you know, multiple shows, sort of in the same genre. And so I always kind of think of it as we, if we were all on TV, we'd all have our different little hour, you know, of, of but they're all a little, they're, they're all different, but uh I like the crossover sometimes. Um, Susan and I watch uh, a lot of um, Flash and Supergirl and a lot of these little, a lot of these comic book movies. And they recently did a crossover, which I thought was cool. So I always like it when we can do little crossovers with the shows, um, and uh, hopefully we can do more of those in the future. But um, you know, there's um, there's blogs. Maybe you're interested in in uh, you know starting a blog, geocaching blog. Uh, you know, Memphis Mafia, they've got, they have a blog um, that I enjoy uh, reading. Um, there's different people that do those. Uh, we talked about some of those tonight. There's vlogs or vloggers, you know, Joshua and yeah. all the different people that do vlogs. Those are kind of cool. And that's something maybe might be a, a caching resolution for people is to, to do some do some vlogs, start a little video you know uh, you know video log channel, mm -hmm. uh, and you know kind of make that sort of a, a goal is to put out a video once a month or you know whatever it happens to be. Uh, in yeah, the even area. just Periscope, like, you know. Yeah, caching outing or something. There's there's Absolutely. so many great tools available now. Yeah. So another possible resolution, you know, is to to do that. Um, so. Again, a lot of a lot of cool, cool areas to to um, to think about for this coming year. And again, send me um, what yours are, and I will put them on the website, and we can kind of all keep track of them and talk about them uh, at different times during the year. Uh, and then send me updates too as you go through the year. But yeah, send me your notes uh, at uh, at gmail dot com, and we will um, I'll put them up there. Give me your um, geocaching name. And what you would like to to work on for the year, and uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to keep track of, and everybody. Will, it's a way for everybody to kind of see ideas, maybe that other people have, and ways that we can kind of uh, interact and talk to everybody, and kind of keep looking for updates. And I'll put, uh, I'll try to put the updates in a, a format so everybody can kind of see where people are uh, during that uh, during that time. So. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for um, all eight hours. Uh, I know we had our little glitch, but uh, we got to kind of work through it a little bit. Um, I think we're going to make it to 1,000. So, Yay. Um, I'm going to give a final update later on in the, in the, the week because I'm, I'm hoping that um, some of the, um, the people who um, – are going to listen to shows during the week. We'll be able to, or, or be interested in, uh, but it's just neat to look at the scroll, uh, of people, you know, that gave, and, um, it means a lot to me to see, uh, people I know, people I don't know who, um, who are listed as donors. And it means a lot. Um, it's a great cause. 
Um, I've always um, been a a, um, a fan, or I don't know how you put this, but I've always uh, been impressed by St. Jude's <laughs> and just all that they've done. I know, Christy, you worked yeah. there, and you told about how um, they have um, they do right. They're not um, the money goes to where it needs to go. And I guess maybe as a final, as we wrap up this uh, hour, uh, if you would maybe mention a little bit more about your time as um, uh, working there at, uh, at St. Jude's. Sure. Um, you know, one thing that um, every, well, one of the misnomers about St. Jude is that it is strictly um, an oncology hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. They do treat children with cancer, but they also treat children with any catastrophic disease, which mm-hmm. is why Danny Thomas wanted to open the hospital in the first place. When I worked there, I actually worked in a clinic that treated um, children with um, blood disorders or hematological diseases. Um, the children I worked with specifically were diagnosed with sickle cell disease. Mm-hmm. That is the clinic mm-hmm. I worked in, which yeah. is a chronic chronic disease for which they're really mm-hmm. isn't a cure. There are some things they can do, but it's, it's something they live with their entire lives. Wow. You know, they were also, um, um, an HIV clinic there. So they mm-hmm. were treating children with HIV and AIDS. Um, right. so any type of catastrophic, um, disease that affects children, um, they look at, at, right. at treating. Um, and it, it really was just a phenomenal place to work. They, they look at the disease, um, as a whole, as, as far as treating, you know, not only the patient, but as well as the family and making sure the family's needs are taken care of um, while they were there on campus. You yeah. know, I'd mentioned earlier on the show that one of my favorite events to participate in as an employee was Star Sibling Day, yeah. where they yeah, did a lot cool of awesome, idea. great things for siblings of patients. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a kindergarten graduation every year because these kids have now um, been taken away from their schools. They're they're, they're living there um, in some cases. So a lot of those, um, they actually do have teachers on, on site who have school for the mm-hmm. children there. And so every year there would be a huge kindergarten graduation for the kids leaving kindergarten um, mm-hmm. that were patients there. They would throw a prom every year for the um, kiddos who were juniors and seniors in high school who weren't mm-hmm. able to go to prom at their school. Right. Um, so they would actually have um, hairstylists and makeup folks come in and, and just really treat, treat these, um, these kiddos to just a day of beauty and let them have a prom. So they really tried to not only treat them from a disease perspective, but also, um, kind of step in and, and make up for some of the things that they're missing because, you know, they're, they're going through chemo and radiation every day and, and just, you know, I mean, you know, we all know how horrible cancer treatments are. So just to be able to give them some, bit of normalcy while they're there is, is just really, um, really important. And, and they do a really good job. I used to have a lot of people tell me, Oh, it must be such a sad place to work. And I would tell them, Oh no, absolutely not. It was one of the most happy places you would walk down the hallway and be rolled over by a four-year-old on a tricycle. Cause they're riding them <laughs> through the hallways and, That's awesome. and you know, yeah, the kids, the kids are just happy there. Halloween is a huge, right? probably one of my favorite times there is Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. And you would see world-renowned researchers, these physicians who <laughs> you see them publishing journal, journal articles dressed up like Superman or Batman right. or Wonder Woman That's and awesome. handing out candy to the kids. And it was just, 
absolute phenomenal place to work. Um, I, I said it earlier, I'll say it again. It was an honor that I got to work there. Um, cool. And you can probably ask any of the nurses or doctors or um, employ any of the employees there. They will all say the same thing. It's just a great place. And they do a lot for, um, for these families and, and for the kids there. And, and you know what? The st- statistics speak for themselves, just like you were yeah. saying. Some of the um, survival rates for some of these childhood cancers are now over 80 and 90 percent. That's incredible. Um, since St. St. Jude opened, um, you know, way back when. So the work and the things that Danny Thomas started there are just absolutely amazing. And I would say um, to any of the listeners, if you were ever in the Memphis area, they do open the hospital for tours. So oh, absolutely, cool. you don't have to schedule it. You can go in and they will um, give you a tour and you can see for yourself the things that they're doing. Um, and, and see where your money goes when you make mm. donations to the facility. Right. So um, I would encourage anyone who's ever in the area to do it because it is, it is very, very impressive and definitely, um, you know, will make you feel really good about donating to this cause. Cool. That's so, so great to hear. You know, you, I've always had respect for the organization and they do such great work. But, you know, there's, there's times when you know somebody that worked at a restaurant and you think, yeah, I used to like eating there until I worked there. Yeah. Um, but to hear somebody that's been on the inside of it and, and still has such respect for it, just it's great to hear that encouragement and support for it because it's a, it is a great great place. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a great place. It really really is. I can't say enough good about it, and I, I enjoyed my time there. The only reason I'm not there is because I had a, a husband that really wanted to live in Colorado, so we <laughs> moved here, where I'm still be working there. But it's a phenomenal place. Absolutely. Nice. Awesome. Well. Um, any la- so last thoughts, Jim, did you want to say anything, uh, for the last, uh, couple hours? I, uh, I think it went, we got it. We got everything working. I appreciate you uh, hanging with me on that. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. I, I have, uh, battled the Googles many times yeah. on my own. It happens the best to the best of us, uh, you know, sure. so well, thank you. Glad you're able on. to get things, get things going and get a new podcast started and just, you know, it was my pleasure and honor to be here. Um, thanks for mm-hmm. me including too. me. And uh, great to meet all you guys and 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 support a fantastic organization, a great cause. Yep, yep. And uh, again, th- thank you guys. Thank uh, everybody um, who was on today. Um, everybody was wonderful and, and uh, updated show notes and, and really kind of uh, hung through uh, all of this and uh, – so it'll be great. I'm going to, I'm going to get the first hour up on, uh, iTunes. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to get, I'll probably tomorrow put all the other seven hours up. So you guys probably won't see this particular, uh, one on iTunes yet, but, uh, I don't know if I'll get to it tonight or not. We'll see, but, uh, wonderful. Um, I'll, again, I'll update everybody, uh, later in the week as far as when we get a final, uh, it looks like it'll be a, a final amount, but I think we're going to, I think I'm really sure we're going to hit a thousand. So that's, to me, that was uh, wonderful that we were going to make it to that. And uh, That's great. So, again, um, thank you, um, Jesse and Christy, and thank you, Jim, for being on. And so um, <clears throat> so that's going to do it for hour number eight. Uh, again, please email me your comments, your resolutions, at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter uh, at geocachetalk and Facebook at facebook.com slash geocachetalk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click on that subscribe button below and to um, 
That way you can catch us on a weekly basis, uh, and it'll remind you uh, about the show being on. That's uh, my uh, reminder for Catching in the Northwest. Jim is uh, sometimes it gets late on Thursday night, but I get that notice that it's on, so I I can run in here and, and uh, get hooked up and uh, and watch the show. So that's why subscribing is is kind of important because sometimes you get busy because y'all's for me is on at eleven o'clock at night. Uh, so. Um, it's yeah, nice to have it. up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like, uh, I, I'm usually up. I'm a, kind of a night owl anyway, so it works out great. So yeah, definitely subscribe if you want to be reminded uh, of the show being on typically Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, Central. So, uh, and so um, there's no more hours. This is it. So until next week, when I have on Jim, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Keith uh, Petrus, he is with FTF. He's the... Uh, as we call him, the inventor of FTF Geocaching Magazine, FTF Geocacher Magazine. So he'll be on next week. Week after that, I'm going to have on um, Doug McRae. Should be another interesting uh, hour because um, Doug invented Ms. Pac-Man. Wow. So very cool. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about challenge caches because that's his kind of bailiwick thing he really loves. And... Um, but it's fun to to talk to him a little bit about Ms. Pac-Man because that's kind of kind of neat to hear about that story. Uh, so um, anyway, so that's in a couple of weeks. But uh, anyway, so until then, uh, do what Christy, Jesse, and Jim most of the time do, and that is <laughs> go geocaching. And that'll be it. So good night, everybody. Thanks again. Good night. Everybody follow.